Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for 3rd, 2022. I'm Micah Chopley. All right, middle of the week, hump day. Hump day. Why do they call it? I know why they call it hump day. It's a stupid name, though, isn't it? Hump day. Hump day. Every day is hump day. Um, anyway, um, I hope you're having a good week. We are in the middle of it. And uh, there's quite a bit to talk about. There's quite a bit to talk about. But I, I really wanted to focus. You know, I've mentioned I've mentioned many times uh, how I used to be a progressive, how I voted for <clears throat> Bernie Sanders twice, how I voted for Bernie Sanders in 2016, and I voted for Bernie Sanders again in 2020. And not only did I vote for Bernie Sanders in 2016 and 2020, but I gave Bernie Sanders a lot of my time and a lot of my money in 2016 and 2020 campaign. I gave Bernie quite a bit of money, several hundred dollars that I really didn't have to give, but I gave it to him. And I also campaigned for Bernie both times. In fact, in 2020, I went down to Nevada, to the Nevada caucus. I was there for the for the Nevada presidential debate, the, the uh, Democratic presidential debate. So I gave a lot of time and effort uh, to Bernie. And I did even a lot more than what I'm saying. So I can I can speak from experience. And I can tell you that I have been very disappointed, as as anyone who listens to this show on a regular basis knows how, how disappointed I've been at Bernie and the progressive movement over these last two and a half years of COVID and COVID hysteria and COVID mandates and lockdowns and and masking and so on and so forth. And you know the story, vaccine passports and stuff we're still dealing with to this day. And to this day, not one progressive leader, including the, the head of the progressive party, supposedly Bernie Sanders, has said one thing about it. One, one thing about it, as far as stopping it, as far as it not being good, or enough is enough. But Bernie loves to say enough is enough, but he's never said enough is enough. When it comes to COVID mandates and lockdowns and testing and and one jab after another and so on and so forth. So this pissed me off and I've called out his and other progressives hypocrisy over this. But it's not only this, as Glenn Greenwald, that's what really got me going. Glenn Greenwald always gets me going. By the way, Glenn Greenwald is the reason why I'm on call in a couple of months ago. You know, I had just been doing this uh, podcast recorded on Spotify. And, you know, not live, not able to take phone calls. And I was on Twitter a couple of months ago and Glenn Greenwald posted, hey, I'm doing a show on call in and you can listen live and I'll take your phone call. And I said, what the hell is this? So that's how I found call in through Glenn Greenwald. Uh, so I give him a lot of credit. I've, I've gr- I agree totally. Almost everything Glenn Greenwald talks about. Glenn Greenwald is a real journalist, which, of course, the left, uh, the left, when you're a real journalist and you don't suck up to uh, the left, they consider you a right-wing lunatic. So according to the left, of course, Glenn Greenwald is, I hear people all the same, what happened to Glenn, what happened to Glenn Greenwald? What happened to Glenn Greenwald? What ha- well, what happened is he's like an actual fucking journalist, okay? And he doesn't lie, and he doesn't kowtow to the DNC, okay? Or the woke left. So he's actually a real journalist who actually does real investigation and believes in real facts. And he wrote today in a tweet, Bernie doesn't even pretend anymore to have anything resembling a left-wing foreign policy or any minimal divergence from the neocon-driven Dem Party's foreign policy dogma. Opposing NATO expansion was long a mainstream liberal view 
Now, only Josh Hawley, Republican, a Rand Paul, Libertarian Republican, will get near it. And it was a 95 to 1 with one abstaining Senate vote today to approve a resolution in favor of Finland and Sweden joining NATO. Now, whether you feel we should expand NATO or not, Glenn Greenwald is 100% right. The left always felt not only that NATO shouldn't be expanded, but it all should be dismantled. Okay, They've been talking about for decades now that NATO should be dismantled, and it certainly should not be expanded upon. But now you have people like Bernie Sanders, you know, and, and the hypocrisy with Bernie and the progressives goes further than COVID, further than this NATO thing. Just look at wars. Look at Ukraine, all the money that Bernie and the progressives have agreed to give to Ukraine, right? To fight a war, to fight Russia, to fight the country where Bernie supposedly had his honeymoon or spent a lot of time. There was a time when Bernie was an actual lefty. And whether you agree with that philosophy or not, there was a time when Bernie was an actual real lefty. So he was he was authentic. The man's not even authentic anymore. All he does is complain and tweet like AOC does and the rest of the progressives to get attention and to get money during campaigns and just just to be out there supposedly as a left wing voice against whatever they're against capitalism, big pharma. But it's all bullshit as we've just the last two and a half years has really proven what bullshit the Bernie Sanders left progressive wing of this party, of the Democrat Party, is. They're full of crap. And as usual, Bernie and the other progressives will just default to voting with the establishment Democrats when the time comes. You know, when an establishment Democrat like Hillary Clinton in 2016 cheats and fucks him over, and then an establishment Democrat like Biden in 2020 cheats and fucks him over, Bernie would just get on their knees, he'll get on his knees and just default to the Democratic Party and suck up to Hillary and Biden, as he did both times. So we know that Bernie is totally full of shit, the progressives like AOC is totally full of shit. Um, What these people do is they simply use Twitter to make it look like they're on the quote-unquote right side of history, to make it look like they are the ones who are uh, opposing the mean capitalists, right? When once again, anti-war, anti-NATO expansion, anti-Big Pharma, Bernie and the progressives like AOC have been totally full of shit over and over and over again. And Glenn Greenwald is one of the few journalists who will call Bernie and the progressives on this. Okay? Because when it comes down to it, Bernie really has no guts. Okay? He has no guts. The progressives have no guts. They don't. They are not consistent. Okay? They take a stand only when it's convenient and when it's easy. Unlike whether you agree with their philosophy or not, the libertarians like Rand Paul, who were incredibly consistent, whether it's politically convenient or not, whether they are politically on the right side of the polls or not. They are very consistent in their beliefs, which is why you get someone like Rand Paul opposing the NATO expansion, and you get someone like Rand Paul uh, opposing war, opposing all these billions of dollars we don't have to give to Ukraine. We have no money for we have, we can't we can't feed our kids right. There's there's no there's no formula on the shelves to feed our children. People are the, the homeless situation is the worst in this country than any other country in the world. You've got every other country's homeless in the world combined. It's not as bad as this country. And Bernie Sanders and the president will talk about this stuff. They'll give it lip service. 
But when it comes down to it, they have just side with, like Glenn Greenwald said, the Dem Party's foreign policy dogma, which is basically neocon, neocon driven. That's the basis of it. It's neocon driven. Okay? So neocons are not only on the right. The neocons aren't always part of the Republican Party. They're also part of the Democratic Party. And Bernie Sanders and the progressives have just glommed onto them. When push comes to shove, they always give in. When push comes to shove, they always side with the side that they say is so bad and evil and wrong. And Big Pharma for two and a half years, right? Big Pharma for two and a half years. Not once did Bernie Sanders or any other fucking progressive say, let's look at these vaccines. Have they been tested long enough? Do they actually work? Are we getting enough bang for our buck? Look at Big Pharma. Has Bernie once pointed out how Big Pharma stocks have gone up during COVID? No. Before COVID and during his campaigns, he always talked about Big Pharma stocks. But it's funny, their stocks have gone through the roof over the last two and a half years, and Bernie not once has said, oh, what's going on here with these Big Pharma stocks? What's going on here with Big Pharma stocks going through the roof and the vaccines they have provided, the product they have provided sucks? They said it was going to stop the spread, and we believe them. And it didn't. Okay? So maybe we should investigate this. Maybe we should put them in front of the Senate. Maybe we should put them in front of the Senate on primetime television. No, but not once has Bernie even hinted at that. Not once has he even spoken about these incredible big pharma profits as their products suck nuts. Okay? And like any other company, if their product sucks, people shouldn't buy it. If their product sucks... They should be sued if they said it does something and it doesn't, especially when they've made billions off it. So once again, as I have proven time and time again, since I started this show back in November, burning progressives are total fake phonies and frauds. And Lance, I know you're sitting there. I'm glad you're back. We missed you the last few shows. I will get to you shortly. I'm just going to bitch and moan for a few more minutes. Then I'll let you in. Um, to talk. But yeah, so Glenn's right. So I, I can never believe Bernie again when he talks about, oh, I'm anti-war, I'm anti-this, I'm anti-war, I'm anti-capitalist, I'm anti-big pharma, when all he's done for the last three years is give in to them. And give in to the Democratic establishment. And, you know, we knew this about Bernie Sanders. Even progressives knew this about Bernie Sanders. During his campaigns, and in the end, when he doesn't win or when he's cheated, unlike Donald Trump, see that's why that's why I give Donald Trump props. When he, if he believes he was cheated, at least he says it. I think Bernie Sanders has more of a right to say it than Donald Trump does. Say the truth, okay? I think we have more evidence and proof that Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden cheated and fucked over Bernie twice. Yet twice, Bernie said nothing. And just back Hillary in the primary and even more so back uh, in the general and even more so backed his friend, who he said his friend, Joe Biden, a million times in the general. So I have no respect for that. I, I lost total respect. For, I actually started losing respect for Bernie in 2020 when it was obviously stolen by Biden and his cronies like uh, Coburn, Clyburn, Clyburn, South Carolina. And he did nothing. He just laid down and died. Literally one day he was, you know, 
a 90% chance of winning the primary. The next day, he was an 8% chance of winning the primary. It was stolen, obviously. It was stolen partially overnight. And he did nothing to fight back. So I, I lost. I told that's why when people started talking about Bernie running again, I was like, no, I'd never back him. And especially now, if for the last two and a half years, of course, I would never back a progressive in anything. Dog catcher, I wouldn't back a progressive, let alone president of the United States. But this is what I'm talking about, the phoniness, the total phoniness on every single issue of the progressives. That's it. And so I think when people say, oh, you used to be a progressive, Mike, what happened? Well, I think I've explained well enough what happened. I think I've explained well enough what happened. I found out that the people that I was supporting are phonies. It happens a lot in life, right? You'll marry someone, realize they're a phony. You'll get divorced. It happens. You'll go into a job. You realize you don't like the people you, the people you work with, the people you work for, the boss you thought you, the boss you thought you looked up to is an asshole. He's another phony. He's an idiot or she. And so you leave or you get fired. This happens all the time in life. So this is what happened with me politically. I realized that the people I were with, the people I I was agreeing with, the people I was fighting with are phonies. They're fraudulent. They say nice things. Unlike Donald Trump, I just says mean things, all those mean things. They say nice things that sound great. But when push comes to shove, they don't have the balls to follow through and they give in. So that's uh, my story. And I think it's quite obvious. It's not just me, by the way. I'm not saying I'm special. I know many people like Daniel, who calls the show all the time. I know many people who are in the same category. This is why the Republicans have such a great shot in November. If they don't fuck it up, they have such a great shot because there are so many people like me who have switched over. There are some people like me who over the last, you know, year and a half, two years have flipped over, have changed, have seen, have seen the truth about the left and the progressives and the Democrats and are ready to vote Republicans. So if they don't screw it up, there are millions and millions of people like me who are ready to vote for them in a few months. So it's not just me. It's not just me at all. It's, it's people like Eli Klein. If you follow him on Twitter, who is a, a gallery owner of Eli Klein Gallery who I will hopefully have on this show at some point, if he has some time. And he was a total liberal Democrat, a New Yorker, total liberal Democrat, always voted Democrat. Now he won't. He's going to vote Republican. Elon Musk, even high-profile people like Elon Musk, who said he'd never voted for Republican in his life, is now voting for Republican. So I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. But I guess, you know, my journey is a little bit different because I was a a progressive Democrat, not an establishment Democrat. And now I see what they are. And from COVID to Ukraine to NATO, they're showing what they are. They're phonies, they're frauds, they're fakes. And there's more I want to talk about, but I will bring in right now a caller. Let's see, Lance. Hey, Lance, what's up? Hey, Mike. How you doing? <laughs> How's it going? Oh, okay. It's going okay. So, uh, you know, there's a question I have. There's a lot of folks, like, on the right and the left and center, you know, progressives, who are just fascinated by Elon Musk. You know, I think we realize 
Jeff Bezos is just a total asshole, greedy guy. But hell, I can order my sneakers; they'll deliver them in twenty minutes. So. I was just going to say, man, I use Amazon almost every day. I have to admit. So does Richard Wolf, the Marxist economist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know who Richard Wolf is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Mia culpa. I order from Amazon too, right? So we all know Jeff Bezos has just got like a penis envy of like whatever. He's very uh, insecure. He's got a bit of giant appeal, but blah, 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 blah. I think Elon Musk really has it down there. It seems to me. I yeah. think that he got, I think he's like, you know, if you want to really get down to cases, is much more of a manly man that way. Okay. I think Jeff Bezos has a lot of, uh, impotency problems, shall we say. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But man, here's my I don't point. want to think about Jeff Bezos and his impotency issues. No, 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 man. But here's my point. The reason I'm saying that is for a reason. Why should I give a flying fuck what Elon, who Elon Musk backs, whether it's Bernie Sanders or Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump or Jill Stein well, or Jesse Ventura? In other but, words, why should I give a flying fuck? Like, what is it about Elon Musk that makes him have, like, forget about having more. He's so out of freaking touch. Then I should joke six pack in Trump country or, 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 you know, miss Mr. You know, down in the dumps, uh, inner city dude. I, I don't think you should really care. I, I think he just makes a good point. And look, I, I'm telling people what I'm doing so people can care or not. But I think it's, he makes a point that when you're at that point in life, his age, all he's done, he's never voted for Republican until now. So he's, he's just trying to make a point how bad. The Democratic Party is right now what they've become. He he feels like I have feel like they're fakes. Right, they right, become right. I, I, I get it. Yeah, he's right. But you know, all he's done is inherit a bunch of what is it? Platinum mines. He was born on third base and thinks he's like Mister Eccentric Genius. He was born on third base and he's got a really crappy car and he's a sexual predator and he treats his workers like shit. I don't know if he's a sexual and predator. And yeah, his Tesla cars, his Tesla cars are failing test after test Let's after get test. Sued here. Let's so get he's sued. not even that good at what he's supposed to be able to do. Elon Musk is pretty fucking good at what he does. Are you kidding me? No, the mediocre car. Go look it up. Go look it up. Tesla cars suck. They're constantly getting recalled. They're constantly getting are are, are doing a weird shit. You know, no, no, they're not. They're not that good. Wasn't it it Ford? What was that? Wasn't it a? Wasn't it the Ford or what? Was it Ford or one of the car companies where they were had the when you when you when they were hitting the back they would explode? Wasn't that Ford for a while? There you go. There's my point. The Ford 150 truck was the number one selling car for like 35 years straight and it couldn't pass a five mile an hour driver test so don't tell me because he's number one in selling electric cars no, because I'm the, saying, F-150, ford still, the f-150 man, I'm ford saying, was the number man, one listen, selling i'm car saying i'm car. saying ford is still a pretty good company they had that problem for a while but ford is still a pretty no, freaking good no. car they're all pieces of shit you know who's are good companies honda Toyota had the problem, man. They got too big for their britches, and I'm not trying to defend. Oh, Ford. what a comma you are! You like all the Asian ones. Don't no, you? no, no. What I'm saying is because of their economy, not because they're nice. Because the uh, Japanese economy is set up in a weird way. Don't tell me. I'm not trying to say, hey, let's have Japanese economy. I'm just saying. I'm only kidding. Is, Japan's not communist. I'm only kidding. I'm joking. No, I'm no, joking. no, 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 no. I don't. No, no, no. What I'm saying is they're a very, very failed capitalist state, just like America is. So I'm not saying, hey, let's do what Japan does. Okay, I'd more likely want to go with somewhere in Europe if I was going to go pattern our government after that. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. Japan does, and the reason their cars don't suck, is that 
even for people in Japan. Hondas and Toyotas cost a lot. They probably cost more there than they do here. But yeah. what they do is, as an economy, they're not geared towards quarterly profit. And that's just the way it is. So I'm not going to hate on capitalists who say, yeah, we, we only care about how much money we make in the next quarter. We don't care if the earth falls, you know, it gets destroyed in 20 years. All right, fine. That's what we have. They don't do that. They go for market share. That's what the Japanese economy is about. We want worldwide market share. The only way you can do it is by appeasing everybody and having the best product at the lowest price. That was the Japanese model. The American model finally failed and they started to adopt the Japanese model. But through good propaganda, I guess, because we got the 150, we're back to having the cheapest possible product with the crappiest, with the most, with the highest price. So that's American capitalism for you. Well, here's my question. If I could just cut to, did, did, where were you in the Obama era? Like, would you, did you vote for him or, or McCain or what? Yeah, I voted for Obama twice. I voted for Obama twice. I voted for, you, you want to know my voting history? I'll teach my voting history, okay? Here's my voting history. My first president I, I was old enough to vote for was Bill Clinton in 92, and I voted for Bill Clinton in 92. I would have voted for Michael Dukakis in 88, but I wasn't old enough to vote. Yeah, I just missed out on that one. So I would have voted for Dukakis in 88, right? I voted for Clinton in 92. I voted for Clinton in 96. Where am I going here? I voted for Gore in 2000. I voted for Kerry in 04. I voted for Obama in 08. I voted for Obama in 12. Are you, do you know where I'm going here? Like Elon I'm Musk, good. I'm a lifetime Democrat. Okay, okay. So now... So now I voted for Clinton, and I actually got to get some of that grift of the pocket money where you go door to door to pretend you're going to register people to vote. We really did it for a couple of hours, got paid for eight, all that stuff. So, yeah, I voted for Clinton. Okay, so here's what's interesting, Mike, is is that when I listen to you, you're spot on, 100%. The only thing is it's I'm like a pox on both their houses. Yeah. So I was behind the curve when Ralph Nader said in 2000, there isn't a dime's worth of difference between the two parties. Of course, I knew both parties sucked. Of course, I knew NAFTA. I'm older, maybe a little bit than you. But the first I could have voted for Carter. Oh my fucking Christ! I could have voted for Carter. That's how. <laughs> that's how old I am. Me. It makes you about 14 years older than me. What you know, okay, Lance? So, you said something in a couple of uh, last week. You said I'm 51. You're what? 65. You said I'm in the same age category. Do you know in some states you could be my father? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, that's funny. No, but, but here's the thing, right? It's like it's like a pox on both their houses. Forget. Hey, let me go one step further. Not only is the duopoly gone, forget third party. Forget the Green Party, the Working Families Party, uh, 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 the, the Democratic Socialists of America. The, Dem the uh, Socialist Alternative might be good. They're, they're going nowhere. The MPP, forget them all. They're not going anywhere because forget about the fact that even if they could get on the ballot, they suck. These parties suck. And here's why. And this is where our agreement goes so far. And then it's like, I disagree a lot here. Let me flesh this out slightly. So here's yeah. the left. Here's what the left would say. Green Party, whoever. Mm -hmm. We have to. OK, what I the way I put it is I think it's very illustrative, illustrative. It's like the Venn diagram, right? So there's the lefty politics with identities and pronouns. There's a right wing, which is like uh, pro-life and, uh, you know, no public, uh, no entitlements. Okay. But there's that, in the, the, the overlap, which is mass incarceration. Very strong on the right. It really is. It's not just a joke. Rand Paul really did, as you suggest. Uh, he's like a clock, a stop clock. He's only right twice a day. But he did a real filibuster uh, just to make a point. It wasn't about a particular bill. Just a one right. man about mass incarceration. Okay. Uh, letting big banks fail. Break them up if they're too big. That is not inconsistent. There's some libertarians who would really do that. 
They really are like yes. that. They're not just they're not just saying it. They're not just paying lip service to it. If they were in power, they would let the big banks fail. They would break up the big tech companies and all that into a certain extent. Some would, some wouldn't. But yes, it's consistent. They would say, yes, let's help small business. They used to create half the business. Now, now it keeps getting less. Let's support small business. Mass right. incarceration. Ah. Let's have work programs where we really train people so we don't know. Well, okay. So you take that Venn diagram and here's the left. Yeah, we got to bring people across to our side by showing where the Venn diagram is, 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 you know, overlaps. And then we can talk about, they never talk about going to the other side of the Venn diagram. What about the stuff that you disagree with? Not pro-life. No, I do not expect you to be any less pro-choice than you are. Not on the hot button issues, but what about certain things like eminent domain, which is a minor topic? That's a liberal thing of taking people's property so you can give it for, you can make more tax money off it. That's a right. democratic. Or Second Amendment stuff. If you really reason it out, not just because you politically, but, it, you know, I'm so far left. I get my Second Amendment original kind of like uh, being an original liberal. Yeah, gun control. It was by the yippies. I'm so far left. I'm to the right. Or, well, you know, a whole bunch of other issues like, uh, for instance, um, you know, certain entitlements, you know, where it's not tied to, look, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll split it in two. We're going to give entitlement, but we're going to train people for the next thing. Because when liberals, they don't like to hear this, when liberals passed, you know, got all their legislation through in the mid-60s, the Great Society program, which I think are wonderful. Okay. Yeah. It was Democrats in House and Senate and presidency and all that. They said it's going to be a five-year program. We're going to get people on their feet. We're going to train them for jobs. We're going to and we're going to make sure that they don't have to be permanently on welfare. Three generations later, you got people that are third-generation welfare, and that's all they know how to live on because of the way the system works. So right. that was bullshit. Because they they'll agree with oh yeah, Clinton uh, Democrats will agree, and I'll be you know it's your it's your show, so I'll stop here in a second, right? Uh so yeah, so so uh, so you have. Uh, uh, this whole idea of NAFTA. Yeah, Democrats will admit that NAFTA was a joke because they didn't train us for that next generation of job. It sucked. You outsourced. We didn't learn. And Germany does have high tech, like factory jobs. Where you Lens, really do Lens, Lens. What's, so, your, what's, your, Lens, what's your bottom yeah, line yeah. point here? What's your bottom line point? Well, but we, okay. So, so, so there's the Democrats, right? And, and so, and so. Are you saying the party's changed? The party has changed? Is that what you're saying? Or they didn't, they didn't live up to their promises? No, I'm saying neither party. There is no promises from the Republicans. They actually literally did not have a platform. They said, nope, whatever Trump says, we'll do. The danger is that Trump's going to go. They're done with Trump. Y'all are done with Trump. I don't mean you necessarily. They're, they're not done go with Trump. They're not done with Trump at all. Look at all. No, no, no. This. They're not done with Trumpism. I thought Trumpism would die with Trump, but it's not going to. Even if they say we don't like Trump anymore, like we don't want Biden on the Dems, we don't want Trump on the left, on the right, they're going to go with DeSantis or somebody like that, which is more dangerous because he's smarter. Oh, I don't think DeSantis is dangerous at all. I think he's great. And I'll vote for him in a second. But what I'm saying is this whole idea of, of Trumpism is is <laughs> the definition is what you want. If you watch CNN and MSNBC, they'll give you one definition of Trumpism. If you watch Fox, they'll give you a definite definition of Trumpism. But what most of these candidates, if you watch these candidates and what they say, these Trump-backed candidates, they, they, their definition is America first. You see, it comes – and that's not – and you say America first, and the left will bastardize as you're saying white people first. That's not what they're okay. saying. And Tucker Carlson what? has been pigeonholed as this for a long time. All Tucker Carlson says is America and American citizens, America, no, 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 no. the country, and American citizens, whoever they may be, black, white, Asian, blue, green, first – 
And I think this, that's a very strong message. And a lot first of, of people, all, first of all, if, if, if my ancestors, I'm second generation immigrant. I'm very, very Americanized. Yeah. Right. In other words, by the time I was born, it was total American. <laughs> but I sat at the spaghetti dinner table with my aunts and uncles who are all sadly passed on. And now in turn to my, my own uncle. That's why I was off for a week. Right. About immigrants. Yeah. There, wait, 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 wait a minute. 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 There is no way Tucker Carlson would ever. I am exactly number one on his list of people that are persona non grata. He would never have allowed my people in. Oh, no, no. Could I explain why? I think you're wrong. Well, you, this is like oh, conjecture. No, how do you know this? Well, what makes you say this? Okay, how, so, how do you know that? He wouldn't have well, allowed you. Okay, so in. his point is that. Of course, you know, America's wonderful, blah, 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 uh, but, but, but we have to preserve this, 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 this Western culture, Anglo culture. That's what he wants to preserve. So in other words, that's what works. That's what who won. Br- Great Britain won, not the Spaniards, you know, uh, they had their say and the press, but it became a British, British colonies and it's, uh, and, and the Supreme Court uses any, you can go as far back as you want to the Magna Carta, as long as you're using English common law and you can go back as far as you want in anglo law and that's perfectly acceptable and so that's what he wants to preserve it's this western culture anglo culture okay because that's what america is based on you agree with that no i think no from what i've seen what really? i my perspective really? from what i've seen he wants he wants to assimilate to what what's tucker's definition what's tucker's definition to american culture well how do you, do you think do you really think he needs it's the richness tapestry of of slaves and indigenous people let me talk people that were interned no i think it, this, you're making this you're making this up i'm saying that it's we need to understand how the iroquois politically influenced our government and how our culture is rich and rich by the, the, the I don't the actual- understand why the people on the left can't when someone like Tucker Carlson or someone on the right or conservative says, I want people to come to this country the way they always have, legally, through the right channels, that's what I'm for. Why they bastardize that to me. No, no, I'm not I don't, I, I, don't, don't put words in my mouth. So what I'm saying is Describe just as vaguely or as specifically as you want. Describe this culture that he wanted, this American culture that he thinks needs to be preserved. Uh, and by the way, by the way, Bernie Sanders, for entirely different reasons, he's not an open borders guy. Okay, Bernie no, Sanders. The American, the American culture. When you when you go back to Ellis Island, that was part of the American culture. You come here. Is legally. that what you think? Talk, you talking come, about? You come here legally. That's what they're talking about. No, That's I'm not American talking about legal or hundred fucking years ago. No, wait, wait, you wait, come wait, here wait, legally. Wait. You don't swim across the water Mike, and Mike, drown. Mike, or Mike, bring, I'm not talking about legal or illegal. I'm talking about the culture. Okay, you're here legally, but so in other words, do you? So you're saying that? So so just describe. Okay, all these wonderful people that came from all these other countries legally in That's Ellis Island, American the, tapestry. The, the ones that come legally so, so with their Italians or Irish, wherever they come from, South Africa. American That's the American tapestry. Tradition. Okay, but please describe what Tucker means by this American culture and tradition that we need to preserve from immigrants that aren't going to assimilate. Describe what that is, just in black and white. What is it? Or red and yellow. <laughs> I can only what tell you what Tucker, I, I can only tell you what Tucker Carlson has said. I can't. I can't put words in his mouth. I can only tell you what he has said. Now, what you're doing is basically, and I told you what he has said: that you come here legally, you're part of America, you belong here. That's what he has said. What is wrong with that? 
That's one statement. That's one sentence. All I'm asking you is what culture, what, what is this American cultural tradition, American culture? What, what does it look like? Like, 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 what is it? it you know, like, like, can't you, you can't describe it in a very vague terms. I don't know, man. That sounds kind of weak if you ask American me, Mike. American culture? American culture is where it is. The melting pot of people. It's a melting pot of people. That's not what Tucker never said the word melting pot. He talked about Western, Anglo-Saxon, British oh, colony. You're doing, you're doing like a speech at a Mississippi burning. Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Anglo-Saxon. He's never said that. America's only Anglo-Saxon Protestants. He's never said that. You're putting words he in his mouth. He talks about Western Anglo-culture. Yes, he does. He talks about European culture needs to be preserved and our Anglo ancestors specifically. Yes, he has said that. Well, there's, but there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying that part of this culture has to be that part of the culture he wants preserved. Yes, he's not saying that should be the whole fucking country. He's saying yes. yes that's what we he's saying. He's saying if you're he's saying that if you're indigenous American or if you're a former slave and you're black or if you come from Ghana or you yeah. come from Korea or you come from France or Sweden, as long as you come to America and assimilate quickly to what we've already established in terms of our European generally and Anglo specifically former English colony culture, you're good to go. That's what he means. And I, if I could just explain why he would not welcome me. Could I explain why? Go ahead, Lance. I, I have to okay. get to more calls. Okay, so, to, so, so, Lance, so, 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 Lance, 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 yeah. I have to get to North and Daniel, but go ahead quickly. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the point of all of the people that came from, say, 1880 to like 1920 in 1924, they put the stop to all immigration because there was a lot of people coming over Eastern Europe and Southern Italy, specifically Italy generally. And a lot of radicals. They were the anarchists that came over here and started a lot of union stuff. They blew stuff up. Now there was something called the, uh, the, the Palmer raids. He was the, the, uh, attorney general and he went and, you know, rounded up people in a very hor horrific way, but it was based on real bombing like there was in the sixties and it was Southern Italians. I came from the poorest part of Europe because the people of Southern Italy and Calabria, where I'm from, were among yes. the poorest of the poor. Okay, we were called WAPs because WOP meant without papers. Most people, even if they escaped poverty from Europe, they had a birth certificate, they had papers. We didn't. Yeah, well, we were so poor. Okay, so, so what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that yes, me, my, my, my culture and Eastern Europeans generally, who were the anarchists and they were the most extreme, they were very okay. radical socialists and, hey. and communists who were blowing stuff up. What I'm saying is if Tucker had his way, we were the least likely to assimilate and he never would have allowed us and he could stuck, stick it up his ass because okay. I'm glad I'm here right. and he okay. could take his Anglo ass and he could go back to fucking England if he doesn't like us Italian. Okay. All right, Lance, I got you. I got you. Tucker Carlson doesn't want you here. You believe Tucker Carlson doesn't want you here, right? My family's from Naples. He doesn't want me here. He doesn't want any of us here. He just wants white Anglo-Saxon Protestants here. He's never said that. He's, but if you believe that's what he, if, if you believe that's what he thinks, great. Okay. So who we can, North, you still, let's see if North still wants to talk. You were on there. North, go back into the call or queue if you want to talk. But Lance has, Lance has, has really lit a fire here. We have so many people who want to talk. North, if you want to go back into the call or queue, I will have you on. Uh, until then, we're going to go to Vlad. 
and then we'll go to Daniel. And if North, if you want to come in, just go back in the queue, and I'll have you come on. Vlad, how are you? How you doing? How you doing? I'm sorry for the little bit of the noise. Let me lower it down. That's all right. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Democrats have, have shown to be true hypocrites uh, throughout this war. I'm financing. What happened to the no war Democrats? What happened to that stuff? I thought I thought they were against the war. Weren't they always going against the Republicans about endless wars and stuff? Why do they suddenly allow the financing? Why did they flip so quickly? Yeah, I mean, well, the hypocrisy. It's, Go ahead. It is. It's, it's just. It's just fecklessness. It's fecklessness. They have no balls. They're exactly. not real. They're not real. They're not real. That's what it comes down to. When when it's politically convenient, they'll say something in order to get on TV or score political points or get campaign contributions mm-hmm. or whatever it may be or get votes. But they're not or rile or try to rile their base up, rile their side up. But when it comes push comes to shove, when it comes to voting, what they actually do. It'll be the opposite of what they say because they know most Americans are assholes and don't follow the actual votes. All they do is listen to what people say. All they do is listen to sound bites. All they do is go on Twitter and Facebook and look at tweets. But they don't know how these people vote. Most Americans, including Democrats, progressives, will not know that Bernie just voted to expand NATO. They won't know. And they also won't know that the left wing movement and Bernie Sanders in the past has supposedly talked about how they shouldn't expand NATO and how they should disband NATO. Hey, they won't, they hey, won't know any of this stuff. They won't know anything I'm telling you right now. Uh, hey, Mike, do you remember a couple of days ago, I think it was last week when they questioned the uh, press secretary, uh, it was uh, Jean-Pierre, they asked her regarding the, the border wall. Why is, is uh, the, the president who said he wasn't going to build the, the, the border, why is he adding... Why is he adding walls to it? Only for her to say, you know what? Uh, the failed administration, the Trump failed administration who made a mess. Instead of trying to, to be honest and say, you know what? We need to have the, the wall up for the border. She, she just tries to throw it on there. He's not building the whole thing. She, he's not completing. It's yeah. like she made herself look like idiotic. Well, now, now we know that Biden's is completing part of the wall. Look, the, the wall thing is, is just, it's all symbolic nonsense, by the way. It's like, it's a symbol. It's, the wall, the left has made the wall a symbol for Trumpism, right? The wall is, actually, the wall is a pretty good idea. It really is. It's, it's actually, in principle, it's a pretty good idea. There are a lot of countries that have these barriers, and there's nothing wrong with putting up this wall, especially when you have people just coming here by the hundreds of thousands every year, the hundreds of thousands, by the month now, the hundreds of thousands. It's not a bad idea. But the problem is the Democrats are so full of shit, they'll talk about, and half of Biden's campaign was about, you know, oh, the wall's mean, the wall's not right. And then we know that Biden is now slowly, surely, secretively, subtly, discreetly building part of the wall anyway. But you won't and, see and that. Remember, Mike, they won't talk about that on the left-wing media. They won't, the left-wing media won't, won't mention that. If Trump does it, they'll talk about it. When Biden does it, they won't talk about it. Remember, Mike, back in the first, uh, when, when Trump was running, that he won those elections uh, in 2020, they questioned, they questioned uh, uh, Bernie Sanders since he was always attacking the millionaires and billionaires, the millionaires and billionaires, you know, that bullshit. <laughs> and they asked him, he was attacking the 1% only to have the guy that was interviewing him. But wait a minute, you're a 1% or two. And he, he forgot, he forgot to lie. He forgot to, you know, he forgot that he was a, a one percenter. Look, you could, yes. you can be part of the one, you could, you could be like uh, part of the one percent and still not like 
a lot of the things they stand for. And of course, that that sound, but doesn't that sound great, Vlad? The millionaires and billionaires are evil. It sounds great, right? Yeah, people with a lot of money are evil. That thing sounds good to a lot of people. But what does it really mean? And what does it what does it mean when you allow big pharma to get even fatter and wealthier for the last two and a half years? When you allow this, while everyone else is struggling, when everyone else's four hundred one k is going into the fucking toilet, but big pharma. Their profits and their stocks are going through the roof, and you don't say a word about that. You are a phony. You are a fake. You are a fraud. And that's what Bernie is. You, you know, right here in California, Mike, I don't know if you know, a couple of years, it was the first campaign again with Bernie Sanders, you know, Donald Trump and Hillary and all of them, right? And, and uh, AFDC, I think it's an organization. It's a LGBTQ uh, pharmacy. They use, they put up a big old billboard using in reference to bernie sanders kind of in -hmm. reference to uh stds feel the burn (laughs) yeah i know exactly feel the burn yeah exactly you know vlad let me get to uh a different another you got it man good talking to you thanks for calling i appreciate it all right someone we haven't heard from a while hold on let me see if i can pull him up hey oh canada oh canada hey what's happening man I'm going to sing the song. I thought you might like if I sing. Oh, it's a song. great song. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Great refrain. How's it um, going? <laughs> it's good, man. How are you? All right, pretty good. Yeah, I I don't know. I just um I can't disagree with you more. I I don't understand the logic behind your thinking here. Um, you're slamming Bernie Sanders when yeah. he said he hasn't talked anything against the pharma companies when <laughs> he has a bunch of times, and. No, no, I mean, no. I would get that. I would get if you're like, well, he's not good enough. But the fact that you're going the opposite way where you're saying you're going to vote for Republicans just makes no sense at all. It if makes you look, sense. No, no, makes look, at all, look at all the um, donations from Big Pharma that's given to Wait, the Republicans. Man, no, the they, biggest, they all, the biggest donations are, all, are no, given no, to Republican get, leaders. Democrat, Nancy Pelosi has gotten some of the biggest donations. Joe Biden through his career has gotten – they've gotten some of the biggest donations for Big No, the biggest donations are um, Senator um, – what's his face? Uh, turkey neck, Mitch McConnell. Oh, but, but like yes. Steve, both sides. Steve Danes uh, and Corey absolutely. Gardner and John Corn. I've said this a million times. Both sides, the Republicans and Democrats, many of them. No, but they're far worse. I mean, I not, would, I, if, you were, if you were saying that's both sides true. and you're like, well, I'm not going to vote for either of them, that would make sense. But you're not doing that. Oh, you're no, saying no. like, I don't like, you're saying Bernie Sanders is a fraud when he's like the least of the frauds. No, he's, saying, no, he's I'm going to go to the other fraud. side no, no, where they're far no. worse. But here's the difference. The Republicans in general, although for, for COVID, they were much better on this than the Democrats. The they Republicans were, are the ones, the ones that created the vaccine that you hate so much. The, no, no, Operation Warp Speed was a Republican-led North. North. idea. The biggest hypocrites are the ones who talk loudest about something and then don't do anything about it or do the opposite of what they say. The Republicans, at least for the most part, have been honest about so their love. So you're going you're gonna to support the people who are honest, oh, here um, we go. Now, you honest, just corrupt, said that Bernie honestly is corrupt. corrupt. Bernie Sanders isn't a phony because he's dishonest, but they're phonies because they're honest. He's not. He's not dishonest. He hasn't been. Dis- he's actually gone out of his way to say that the he just pharma- says it. He's, you know, he, he just, just said the pharma it. companies should give their um, vaccine uh, pro- or the vaccine uh, patents 
away to the public for free for the public oh my good. God. North, and like well, how much would that things, eat into their yes, profits? It'd be he a says huge things that sound great. Well, he's only one man. He can't like pass no, oh, laws that's, himself. That's nonsense. His whole look at look at how much nonsense. how much money does how much money does Bernie get from pharma? How many donations? I have how no. Many? I don't know. I don't have their zero right here. Zero. I don't, have, I don't have their records right here. I don't know exactly. Don't well, no, right because it doesn't fit like what you're trying to trying to it, convey which doesn't, doesn't make any matter. sense it, ma- it does it absolutely what, matters North, what like, you do matters yeah what i guess yeah and, and again look at the insulin vote they had a couple of weeks ago when they were yeah. trying to lower the cost of, of insulin yeah. for for regular yeah. people that would have like been uh, against big pharma's wishes who all voted for it mostly democrats who all voted against it pretty much all republicans like it, it doesn't make any sense that you're like Oh, they're they're bad on these couple of things. So I'm going to go to the people Wait who are way COVID worse on all these first things. First of all, the last two and a half years, Bernie has been nothing but a, a cheerleader for big pharma and the jabs. And not he hasn't. One he just he, he just has. he just said that they should give away their COVID vaccine patents for free. That's not cheerleading them. them. That's shit. taking away. There's taking away, away their bread and worth, butter. They're not worth toilet paper. Give them what? Give give the vaccine patents to who? They should throw the entire the world, man. Why do you think? That's why do you think there should be saved, half your right? argument every night on this show is how much money they're making off the vaccines? They are. So you are. so you're con- contradicting yourself right there. You're saying they're not worth shit, but then they're making money hand over fist through the vaccines. Yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. Politicians like Bernie Sanders haven't criticized. Oh, but they're not worth not anything. The patents aren't worth anything. Wait, Which is it? Has Bernie Sanders once talked about the efficacy? Has he once talked Are the patents worth anything or not? They'd work and they didn't. Has he come out once and said they lied to us or they were Stop wrong moving the goalposts, dude. He's done tons of things. He's he's been against um oh, uh the FDA the former FDA commitment North, the former FDA commissioner that um, Biden wanted to uh, impo- uh, install, he was against that. He's, North, I yeah. know what he said and did before March of 2020, and I know what he this has was 2021 done between March of 2020 and now, which is gots. He's done gots. Okay, when it comes to the profits they've been making off of a shit vaccine that doesn't Dude. work. All the examples I just called, gave you were 2021. Has he once called out Big Farmer's fucking biggest cheerleader, Fauci? Has he once criticized him? Has he once said he's been... Why, why is your examples important and mine aren't? When the guy literally calls to he take away talks. the biggest money maker away from these pharma companies that you hate so much who are making money, like that, that's, 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 going right at the target of what your gripe is. They're making money off a vaccine you don't like. The man says, let's take away their patents so they can't make money anymore. I mean, that's better than everything else that you're asking him to do. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Lance, those are words. They're just words. Never once has he said we should call Big Pharma, the people who run it on the carpet for a shit vaccine, put them in front of the Senate. Never once has he said Fauci should have to answer for his fucking lies for 40 years. Never once because has he, he said that. Because he doesn't, because he doesn't agree with you that Fauci he's lied. Full of shit. He did, he's but full that doesn't of shit. mean that he supports the pharma companies. Like I'm telling you, like your criteria for yeah. him being oh, against sure, the sure. pharma companies minute, doesn't Lance. make any sense. North, like, oh, he's got to be against Fauci North, to be North, against the pharma companies. North, that doesn't make any sense. Money, North, how about all the money he's given to Ukraine? All the billions he's given to okay, Ukraine? Okay, so you want to change gears here now? No, like, you're no, going to change minute, topics? Wait a minute. I, the heading of this show is from sucking up to big pharma to mm-hmm. voting 
to expand NATO, Sanders and his fellow progressives are total fraud. It's not just one issue. You, you yeah. know, actually, North, if it was just this one issue, I might say, well, we disagree on this one issue with them. But it's not. It's his vote today to expand NATO. The left has always been against not only expanding NATO, but the left has said for decades we should disband NATO. But now Vernon just goes right so along with the neocon vote because he's a fraud. Yeah. So Finland, Finland and Sweden wanted to join NATO. Who are the United States to stop them if that's what they want to do? That doesn't that doesn't create war like they didn't create war. Uh, no. by left, inviting yeah, countries. The, the progressive always believed, I'm not talking about what I believe, what you believe. What, I'm, yeah. what the progressive and the left have always said for the last three decades is we need to disband NATO, not expand it. So why is Bernie not even doing a... Bernie could have voted, it would have been 95 to 2. So what? Why couldn't he have at least done that as much as to back up what he's been saying, what his movement has been saying? Because what his right now, has been because about right now with Russia... Uh, oh, creating with, with Russia creating Plans. mass graves in Plans. Ukraine, it makes no sense. It makes no sense to leave Sweden and yeah, Finland out in the cold and be like, no, you know what? You fend for yourself. North. Figure it out. North, please. Give me a break. What? No, hold on. I'll put you back on. What were you going to say? What were you going to say, North? What I was going to say is give me a freaking break. This whole thing now, all of a sudden, now the left which loved Russia, Bernie, Bernie loved Russia. He, was, he, he honeymooned in Russia. He would talk about how we should not always point them out as the enemy, how we should not just always say Russia is the enemy, that Russia is the convenient enemy. Now all of a sudden they're the big enemy? Come on. What, what is Zelensky going to do next? What's Zelensky going to do? Is he going to do Esquire next? Is he gonna, are you there, Lance? North? Hello? Hello? Hold on. Let me see if you're there. If I can get you back on for a second. I think North, you, you should be me. there. You there? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think you muted yeah. me accidentally. I don't know, but I'm, I'm saying, no, I, well, not accidentally, but I put you back on. But what I'm saying is, what's next What's next for Zelensky? I don't see Putin doing Vogue. I don't see Putin doing Esquire. It's amazing. Did, so did, Hitler, do, did Hitler do this in the middle of World War II? Did he do a Vogue shot? Now, come on. Does, does, does a president what, what, try and get as much exposure for the welfare of his country as possible? Oh, please, yeah, I think that's a good what, idea. Are you that naive? Or are, you, are, you, are, you, are you that naive? Or are what you is your point here? Did, did, did Ukraine now? make Russia attack them? Is that? Is that what your point is? You know the dynamic, but you you know the you know the decades long dynamic. Did, did Ukraine attack Russia? You know the decades long yes. dynamic. Yes, I do. I do. And guess what? None of it, none of it condones uh, rolling in your tanks on a country that didn't attack you. No matter the fucking like sure. stupid sure. technicality yeah. background. Oh, you know they they were. They were saying that they were going to join NATO, but then they weren't going to join NATO. And then we had this agreement, but then the agreement fell through. And so now I'm just going to like firebomb a bunch of cities. I'm going to kill over 10,000 civilians. I'm going to create mass graves and I'm going to have my soldiers rape and pillage, like literally go and rape people. And then I'm going to have all the right wing people who pretend like they used to be progressives say like, oh, isn't it terrible what the United States did? Isn't it terrible that they forced Russia to start raping people and Firebombing cities. Oh yeah, no, I know. Oh yeah, no, it's it's, it's a whole true. genetic fallacy. It's, it must it's be from C- because it's, it's from true. CNN. It must automatically fit. You know what, you know don't don't fight Ukraine the points that I'm saying. Just say that I got it what, from what, CNN. What we're giving to Ukraine is worth it because they're winning. They're winning. You know, like in 1984. You're what are you talking? You're not even you're not even responding to what I'm saying. Like, are the Russians are the Russians not in there raping people? Are the Russians? 
have 10 10, or about 10,000 civilians not been killed, have mass graves not been found. It's like, war, is baby. all this fake? Is all this fake to you? It's yeah. And who started it? It's a war. Who started it? Who rolled in their tanks? Who decided? Do you know the dynamic? Mike, Mike, who decided to roll in the tanks? Who who attacked first? Well, you know what? Mike, who attacked you know, first? How many how many neo-Nazis are in Ukraine? How Mike, who attacked first? Wait a minute. The same neo-Nazis that the left says exist here that are all Trumpers. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. how many That's another talking about who attacked first though, buddy? If the neo-Nazis, if the neo-Nazis were the point, then wouldn't Russia go in there with like anti-terrorist squads and just take out Russia? If Donbass was the point, wouldn't Russia have invaded by way of the Donbass? If Crimea was the point, wouldn't Russia have gone in by way of Crimea instead of attacking the entire fucking country? Everything. You and I know that if Putin wants to take them out in two fucking hours, he could have. And he didn't. If he wanted to destroy Ukraine in two, he could have. Then why? Then why hasn't he done it? Why hasn't he done it? Because he doesn't want to destroy Ukraine. Oh no, he just wants that's to slowly why. rape and pillage. Look, unlike that. Oh, unlike, that's even better. Wait, wait that minute. makes unlike sense. The United States, who wanted to destroy Iraq and did, we want. Well, to hey, Iraq. you know what? You and think Iraq was wrong? I also think Ukraine. it was wrong. So we should be agreeing on this Ukraine thing because. Uh, it was wrong for the U.S. to go into Vietnam. It was wrong for the U.S. to pre, uh, preemptively attack Iraq. Right. It was wrong for the U.S. to go into all these countries that hadn't attacked them. And guess what? It's wrong for Russia to go into Ukraine when yeah. Ukraine hasn't attacked them. Be consistent, buddy. Be consistent. For the people here. It's wrong for we – can't, we can't give every Why? fucking country if, in a war – Billions and billions. Yes, you of can. Dollars, okay. It, no, if if you have a country that was attacked unprovoked and is a uh, tent post of uh, one of the European nations, yeah. and they ask for help, they say, "Hey, we are being unfairly attacked from a country we did not provoke with uh, military um, no. action." No. Then. I think no, it's not only no, a moral thing, no, no, but it's also because, no. You're wrong because we don't know that di- there could be a lot of countries that have issues with each other. We don't know the dynamic. That was the problem with going to the Middle East. We did not understand if, the dynamic. If we if we had helped Poland when uh, Hitler had all, attacked Poland, we might have headed off an entire World War II. You know, if you if they we didn't have let them annex all these countries and and. Uh, coalesce forces and steal all the wealth of these countries to create a bigger and bigger war machine who knows what would have ha- how many lives might have been saved by uh stopping so love, so hitler in his track totally. so you see no problem with the expansion of nato just to instigate russia does no, the expansion cause, wait a minute, what do you mean instigate like it like if, it doesn't cause if somebody makes you thinking. mad if somebody makes you mad do you have the right to go across the room stop. and punch them in the stop. face stop Stop. No, your your argument, dude. Your argument makes no sense. No, you like, you're, what you're proving is Putin is actually the underdog against the rest of what the Putin no, is the underdog against no, the rest your of NATO. Whole argu- NATO your is whole the bully. argument, NATO your is whole the argument here. is that no, Putin got believe, mad, and so he had to attack. You're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening to me. When you expand NATO, you are instigating Russia more. You're doing it on purpose. You're saying we, the bully, are going to become stronger to bully you and instigate you more. And then when the guy who's a very strong country and powerful leader reacts to the instigation, you go, oh, he's so mean. He's so nasty. This is why the left was against the expansion of NATO. 
This is why the left used to be because they're against war. They're supposed to be against war and instigating war against a superpower in this world. The reality is Russia is one of the three with China, one of the three top superpowers in the world. There's no reason to instigate them and constantly expanding NATO. This is what Putin's against. Why would you why would you say there's something wrong? with an isolated country like Russia being against all of the countries around him getting together in order to instigate him and get more powerful. What is wrong with that? What is In this case, I believe Russia is the underdog when all these other countries around them are expanding just to instigate him. And then when he reacts to this instigation, you say he's the bad guy. The fact of the matter is it's all bad. It's war. It's war, and the left is supposed to be against war, anything that creates war or instigates war or makes a war bigger. And much of what we have done could have and still could start World War III. Does Ukraine benefit from World War III? Does Poland or Finland or Sweden or the United States or Canada benefit from fucking World War III? So we're in a situation where we have to be incredibly careful, incredibly careful, still now even though this has been going on for six months. Incredibly careful not to instigate and start a war that's bigger, much bigger than the one that's going on between two countries. And we don't understand the dynamic. We don't. I've had people, I've had someone on here who's from Russia who has explained the dynamic to me. And we Americans don't, we in the West don't understand the dynamic between Ukraine and Russia. We do not. We do not. Like, I didn't know that Ukraine attacks Eastern Ukraine, that Western Ukraine sends bombs over and attacks Eastern Ukraine. And they've been doing that for quite a while right now. And that's instigation in its own right. That Eastern Ukraine is getting attacked and bombed by the rest of Ukraine just because Eastern Ukraine wants to be part of Russia and agrees with Russia. How is that not instigation? So there's much, there are many more dynamics that are going on here than just one country attacked another. I mean, how, how simple-minded can you be to believe that narrative? That one country, out of nowhere, oh, I'm in the mood to attack. I'm in the mood to attack. And that the, the, the supposed leader of a country that's being under attack, where all of these civilians and mass graves and all this horrible stuff poses in a smile for fucking a magazine is normal. That's a good thing. That's not crazy. That doesn't look bad. It's perfectly normal. Would have happened 50 years ago, 80 years ago, right? It's a joke. At this point, it's a joke. If you don't believe it's a joke, then you're a total naive person. If you don't believe this is a fucking joke, okay? That they know how fucking stupid ignorant Americans are, that the guy can pose with his wife in the middle of a war, mass graves, we're crying every day, everyone's dying, and we're getting richer. How rich do you think Zelensky is? He's a multimillionaire, man. Wake up. Wake up. Jesus Christ. Daniel. Daniel, talk me off the ledge here. Am I, am I going too far here? You, you just need some uh, peanut M&Ms, Mike. That's what you need. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> or, or some chocolate cake. That's, that's, that, that fixes everything. Yeah. Um, t- uh, a, f- a few points. Um, I'm sure Lance uh, cannot possibly deny that it was 
predominantly, almost entirely, blue states and blue cities that forced lockdowns upon us, that forced masks upon us, that forced and coerced vaccinations under fear of losing your job. And many people did lose their jobs. Many people sacrificed their jobs for the sake of freedom and for the sake of bodily autonomy. Lynch should be defending these people and these courageous people. Instead, what's he do? Number two. You mean, you, I think you mean North, you mean North right? I mean, North, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Lance. Sorry, Lance. Yeah, North. So, um, and number two. So, so then North goes on to um, try to defend the Republicans or defend the Democrats by saying that the Republicans give more money to Big Pharma. Okay, that's true. But what's, what's, what's the conclusion here to be made from this? Given that the blue cities and states were the ones that forced all these mandates upon us and the gross destruction it did to our society and to our entire world, what he is telling us is that Democrats can be bought far, far, far more cheaply than Republicans, that they have no uh, ideology that is worth a damn. That is what you are saying to us, North. All I'm talking about is I, I know I know what happened before March of 2020. I know about money. Remember, I've, I've often campaigned against Republicans and people who get big pharma money for their campaigns. I understand all this. I'm not denying it. I'm talking about what happened, what people said and did for the last two and a half years. Exactly. What have exactly. you done for me? What is that? What is that phrase? What have you done for me lately? What exactly. Me? What have you done and, for so, me lately? And so and so when it comes to uh, Lance, now we'll go back to Lance where the north. Lance is, uh, you know, quoting him, a pox on on both of their houses, Democrats and and, uh, Republicans. Um, I think that I think that's pretty juvenile behavior, um, uh, treating politics in that way. Uh, Don't vote for the party. Vote for their behavior. Vote based on the legislation that they are proposing, have proposed, say that they will propose in their party platforms. Don't be naive. Don't be naive like. North is with respect to Ukraine. Be an adult. Don't sit there and kick your your heels and scream and cry because the parties aren't being my daddy and mommy. This is what what Lance asked about what our American culture is about. Well, here's what it's about, Lance. It's about our constitution. It's about protecting our constitution. And in the words of Benjamin Franklin, it's a democratic republic if you can keep it. Adult. Mm -hmm understand that mm-hmm. the fight against tyranny is a fight that is fought every day of our lives and there will never be a utopia. That's what you adults, adults understand, Lance. Back to North. So he's telling us that Democrats can be far more easily bought, cheaply bought, than Republicans. That's a, that's a great point. Thank you for making that, North. Okay, on to Ukraine. To, to, to not understand world dynamics, well, I think, I think North's big problem is, is, is similar to most people's problems in North America, and that is that they've had it really, really, really easy for a long time because of that wonderful constitution that so many people have died for and protected. You know, he's yeah. a Canadian, but they, they've got a similar, by, by virtue of being, you know, within our proximity, have developed a very similar political environment, a very similar society to ours. So he's spoiled, and he sees this entire event, that the entire recent events that have been going on in Ukraine and Russia from a very naive perspective. As you said, it's not but naivety. It's about good guys and bad guys, as though this is some movie plot. 
sorry, but that's not the way the world works in the world. Exactly. You've got, you got the snake, you got the snake fighting the vulture. Yeah. you got the snake that's fighting the hawk that's trying to scoop down and get that same rat. You got the you got the rat that's biting the cat. You got the cat that's mauling the ferret. You got the dog that's fighting with the wolf. You got you got everything going on in that part of the fucking world. Are you freaking kidding me? Good guys and bad guys grow up. Yeah, exactly. It's a, that's exactly you said it perfectly. And I, you know, I talked about specific things that you know have been brought to my attention. I didn't know about that. I didn't, why would I? No American even knew who the fuck Zelensky was seven months ago. Were they, were they all of a sudden he's their hero? It's so stupid. But secondly. You know, from people who we know who have been in that region, who lived in Israel and Russia, from Russia, um, we know the dynamic is a lot uh, more complicated than we know. And part of it is this idea of Western of Western Ukraine bombing. That Eastern Ukraine has been bombed by the Western Ukraine for years now. They've been bombed and intimidated by the rest of Ukraine for years now simply because they'd rather be part of Russia. So there's a lot more going on there. Now, some might might some might say, and you could say this, that Putin should have stopped. When it came, it should have been Eastern Ukraine. You could have taken it back and he should have stopped there. But there's a lot more to this than we know. But all I do know is that if he wants to do a shock and awe like we did in Iraq, if he wants to take Ukraine out in one night, he absolutely could have. There's no of doubt. Of course about he can. It. And of this idea, he can. And this idea of us giving, right. And, and we are, the American government and the West is lying to the citizens and saying that Ukraine is winning. Which is why we're giving them money and our money's going towards something good. In other words, instead of saying we're giving money to a losing cause, we have to lie and say, oh, Ukraine's using this money to help defeat Russia when that's not the case at all. Putin is doing this the way he wants to do it. If he wants to take them out in one day, he could have. If he decides to do it over the course of 18 months, he's going to do that. Ukraine is not going to win. Ukraine can't beat Russia. How fucking stupid do you have to be to believe Ukraine can defeat Russia? Of That's course, like saying Canada can defeat the United States. Sorry, of Mark. course, yes, of course, happen. yeah, of, of course, Russia could 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 have ended this very very quickly. Um, to not understand that these games of politics, these games of world domination, these these games that are played out in the world stage that involve force, involve economics, involve all sorts of dynamics. The, it's not all about force, North, and you got to know that. So, so Putin has his own dynamic that he's considering. He's got his own world stage that he's playing to. It's very complicated. If it wasn't complicated and it was all just about beating the crap out of somebody, then right. yeah, he would have done it in a day. And also, this is more hypocrisy of the left. The left has have always been the ones who have said that we have to take care of our people here first. We have, we have children can't eat here. We have the we have the highest homeless population. We have to take care of here first before we get money to other places. Now they're fine. We have one of the worst economies ever. We have the worst economy, easily the worst economy in the twenty first century. We, there's no baby formula. Gas prices are through the roof. Inflation is sky high. People don't have jobs. Homeless tents all over. Now all of a sudden. Oh, it's fine to give billions to another country. The hypocrisy, that's what bothers me. Well, the hypocrisy doesn't bother me much at all. As, as, as I've said before, you know, uh, hypocrisy in one person's eyes is, is usually not hypocrisy in another person's eyes. They're missing premises that you don't see that causes things to look like hypocrisy. I don't care whether they're hypocritical or not. What I care is about the what happens objectively. And what is happening objectively right now is that we are giving tons and tons of money to Ukraine. And for what? Because... 
Putin is being nasty because Putin is hurting people, killing people. Well, North, as we've talked about before on, on this program, there are many, many, many conflicts that have been occurring around the globe that have hurt far, far, far more people over the last 20 years. And we have in North America has entirely stayed out of it. Yeah, well, absolutely. Look, look. The fact is, the, D. I'll get to you. I know, D. You've been you've been coming coming and going as a caller. I'll get to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hang up so you can get to D. Okay. Thank, thank you, thank you for Daniel's always great for like you know just bringing me down and and you know and 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 giving some real truth, truth, power, truth to power. They say power to truth, truth to power, whatever it is. That's what Daniel does. D. If you uh, do, you want to come on? Do you want to go back in the caller queue? I could bring you. Oh, hey, there you are. Okay, let's see if I can get you in there. Uh, Dia, you there? I think you have to unmute yourself, and you'll be able to. Because I just put you up, so you should definitely be able to speak if you want to. Dia, yeah, there you go. There I you are. Actually... Ah, Hello? they may be enabled the camera too for it to get on. I had to sign into the camera. I can't see you. I can only hear you. So. Well, thank Jesus no one can see me because I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> Same here. Same here. <laughs> How are you, sweetie? I'm doing good. How are you doing? So you've been listening um, to all the screaming and yelling. What do you think? I, I did listen to it all. You know what I really want to know is, um, are you worried that someone's going to rub up against you at Safeway and you're going to get the monkey box? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified. You know, you, you know, <laughs> you know, do, you know, do you know what's made me feel better, though? You know what's what? made me feel better about all this is that what I read today is that uh, Scott Weiner. Have you read about this? That Scott Weiner is going to be heading this committee to decide how we deal with monkeypox. Don't you feel better oh, now? God. Um, no, actually, you know what? I would probably already be sleeping right now, except if what? And I will not give any names yes. because I cannot. Um, yeah. I just had the most interesting conversation with someone that is very much in the know. Uh-huh. And um, they were telling me the story about Matt Haney and the corner store down on the Tenderloin. And it's very interesting. You and I will have to actually speak about it over a cocktail. But I've been very overwhelmed with it for most of the evening. Um, Scott Weiner is a complete fool. Um, My biggest bitch right now, my bitch for the week is going to be that um, London Breed called a state of emergency last week. Over the monkeypox, and she said it went into effect on August 1st. Well, um, prior to August 1st, we had the Door Alley business. And you know what? I love it. If everybody wants to be gay and everybody wants to do their thing, go fucking do it. But when you're telling me that you are not going to, you have to remember, they have asked us all to wear masks. You cannot eat in restaurants. You cannot see your family. You have to stay six feet apart. But they will not, and they said it's because it would infringe on their rights. They will not mm-hmm. ask the people that are going to have this parade to not no. be promiscuous for two weeks just yes. to stay off the monkeypox. What in the you, hell? You know, and there's, there's a bigger one coming next month. Uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the Folsom Street Fair. Folsom Street, Folsom Street, right. Folsom yeah, so Street, if bigger. we are in a state of, and you know, it's so funny to me, you and I both know, London Breed declared a state of emergency. She's about to do something sneaky. She's about to do, she's going to pull something somewhere because no one gets to weigh in on it because it's a state of emergency. Yeah, but don't How worry about it. 
Yeah, there, there um, won't be any the board, but there won't be any mandates or regulations because that would be considered targeting the gay community. You see, oh, that would be considered. exactly. Oh no, it's impending. And you know what? I love the gay community, but it's impending on their civil rights if you ask them to please not be promiscuous for a couple of weeks. Okay, so you asked the entire city to not see their family members. Oh, wait a minute. We used the wrong word. It's not ask. They made them do it. They oh, made I know. Them. Right. No, asking oh, would have been different. I don't, you know, all this stuff. If they asked us to get a vaccine, if they asked us to wear masks, if they asked us to stay out of the hospital, if they asked, I have no problem with them asking. But I can say, go fuck yourself. But I couldn't do that. They made nope. us do these it things. It was mandatory. Right, exactly. But you know what, sweetheart? You and I both know at the end of the day, it wasn't mandatory. Because I didn't do it. I said, fuck you. And yeah. a lot of other people said, fuck you. Yeah. And the thing that bothers me the most is that now, I mean, I already knew, she is the most hypocritical, lying, smoke-talking bitch that's ever lived. You want to file a state of emergency on Thursday, right before a huge gay parade's going to happen on this weekend. And so you say, oh, oh, it's a state of emergency, but we're not going to put it in effect until Monday. If it was really a state of emergency, oh, well, yeah. well, wouldn't you have to do it right now? Well, shouldn't it be right we've seen now? This, we've, we've seen this all along with these people through COVID. We're going to start the mask two weeks from next Thursday. It's such an emergency. We're going to put mask mandates on eight weeks from next Friday. We're going yep. to. So it's it, they've been doing it all along. They're phonies. They're they're they're, they're bullshit artists. It is the biggest hypocritical grifting crap I've ever seen in my life, and. You know, it pisses me off, like this whole state of emergency for the monkeypox. Okay. Oh, and now it's a big deal. Just so you know, like six toddlers, six toddlers in the United States have the monkeypox, and um, only two of them are American citizens. Do the math. Oh, it's so let me do. I want to get to the official press release. California lawmakers from a select will form a select committee on monkeypox, which will be chaired by Scott Weiner. By the way, I'm really tired. I'm tired of seeing the biggest rumor that's ever lived. I'm tired of seeing his anorexia-ridden body. His photos of him shirtless everywhere. It's making me sick. The group oh, will gross. look. The, the group gross. will look into state and local response and the impact on the LGBTQBZ plus community. The committee's first oversight hearing is scheduled on August 9th at one thirty. We're gonna go. Where do we gotta go? Sacramento, I guess. Oh, he's in Sacramento sh- now. Should we go? Should we go? I don't. know. It's ridiculous. So things ridiculous. This is insane. Hey, what could go wrong? Huh? What could, what could go wrong? Could oh, go wrong? I don't know. They handled COVID so well, right? They handled it so well. So well, well. they the destroyed half it, the businesses here. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Well, it's not funny, but two days ago, my mom calls me. She has COVID. So I'm talking to her, and I told her before, don't get the vax, don't get the vax, don't get the vax. And she got it anyway. And my mom's old. She was born in 1945, for fuck's sake. She's old. So I told her on the phone, I said, listen, um, we can't do anything about the fact that you already got the vaccination. I said, but don't take that Paxlovig. Don't take it. And she goes, oh, what do you know about this drug? And I said, mom, don't get it. We actually got in a huge fight. She ended up hanging up on me on the phone. I was screaming at her not to get it because she's in her 70s, right? And I was like, mom, don't take it. I said, do you realize that Pfizer 
created this pill. These are the same people that created the vaccine that doesn't work. Don't take it. And she got in a big fight with me and she hung up on me. So I found a couple articles from Pfizer where they're saying that 30% of the people that are on high blood pressure medicine that take it have permanent heart problems. So I sent her all these articles, right? And it took an hour because she was so mad at me when she hung up on me. An hour later, she texted me. She said, how much zinc, how much vitamin D, how much vitamin C? I said, thank Jesus, you're not going to take that Paxlovid. I'm scared it would kill her. Right. So I, I shipped her a huge box of vitamins. My thing is, is I'm like looking at it. I'm like, are you going to trust the company that gave you a vaccine that didn't work to give you a pill that says, oh, this will help you if you get COVID after you've had the vaccine? What are people thinking? This is craziness. This is insane. Well, it's true. And, and uh, by the way, some good news, of course, coming out of Florida, is that Ron DeSantis said that Florida won't use monkey. This is no, no obviously we know this. He, they won't use monkeypox to fearmonger, delete freedoms or abuse emergency powers, while states like New York and California will. And he's right. Yep. Oh, he's dead on. I yeah. got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm not like a huge Trumper, but I do love Donald Trump. I would love to see a Trump DeSantis card. What do you think? No, I don't want Trump anywhere near the presidency and again. I mean, I just don't. I, I think it's over. I think it's enough. You know what? I'm going to be ageist. I don't want 80 year old white men, 80 year old women, or I don't want 80 year olds running this country anymore. I think it's enough is enough. I really well, do. You do know that, like, I believe, and I can't believe I'm going to say this on your live show. I mean, there are more reasons Christmas, why I don't want him. That's you know, that's before think, Christmas. Kamala Harris is going to be the president. What are your thoughts on that? No, I don't think it's going to happen, and I God, I hope it doesn't happen. Really? But, but, but that in a in a way, either if it's Biden or Kamala, I see either of them as being incredibly beatable if they're the Democratic nominee in twenty twenty four. Regardless if it's her or him, that they're, they're but, both. But we have both, to put up with this presidency until then. Well, we got to put up with Biden till then. It's you know, it's look, look. He is in stage whatever dementia. She is totally clueless. Pick your poison. <laughs> Pick your poison, baby. What do you want? What do you want? I, 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 you know what? I, I don't know what I want anymore. I think that people don't realize. I mean, look at this shit with Taiwan, Pelosi, the whole thing. Oh, by I the way, did they shoot her down? I haven't been following. They, they haven't yet. Oh, they haven't right. yet. But I think it's very funny that she escaped the country on the day before her husband was going to be arraigned for his DUI in Napa. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. By the way, I can't get enough of his mugshot. I want to keep seeing that. Oh, God. Well, you know, what's funny is that the thing that kills me is that the district attorney in Napa, she was like, I molded over so many times whether or not I should file charges on him. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean you molded over? Like yeah. he hit another vehicle. He was drunk. You're molding it over whether or not you need to file charges. It's ridiculous. The guy and the, and the oh, person got hurt, right? Did the person get hurt? There was like an injury. He did. No, yeah. he did. But you know what? He refuses to speak to anyone. I'm, I'm sure they just shoveled him a bunch of money. He has not said one word. I'd rather, um, I'd rather, I'd rather talk out against the mafioso than Pelosi. Forget about it. You'll be dead the next day. I, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And you know what's so funny, though, is he is saying that um, the only thing we know about him is that he's had constant headaches, 
and he refuses to speak to the news. So I believe that they basically said, here's the money. Shut up. Just here's the money. Shut up. Look, I've never blamed. I, I would never blame a guy who's married to Pelosi to have to drink from time to time. I understand. I get it. You know, oh. if you're married to her. I, I could, I, I, you know, I could, I could, I could, I have some sympathy for the man being married to her. I understand why he's oh, got to. Oh, for fuck's sakes, your life is hell. If you're married to her, your life is hell. But you know what? You just can't get into a car. You can drink as much as you want, but you got to take Uber. Well, <laughs> and I'm sure they life. can afford to. I'm sure they don't have drivers. These people, they must have drivers. That's they don't. what I. That's how I feel. Like seriously, like if you and I had the kind of money they had, why would we not have somebody drive us everywhere? Not even an Uber. I mean, we would have a driver. Of we would have like an SUV. Um, as wealthy as I she did, got over the last 40 years representing uh, San Francisco, she became a multi multimillionaire. What, what, it's, uh, look, this, it's, it really amazes me. It really how much garbage people will take and think it's okay. They, they think well, it's okay much, that people get rich being politicians. It's really amazing to me when it should be the opposite. When, they're, the, when their salaries are so low, right? Well, the salaries are good enough. I mean, you're making, you know, 200 grand, 220 grand a year, year after year for 30, 40 years. You so can put a lot of money. So how are you a millionaire? Well, no, because of side, you know, side gig. Yeah, but how are you a millionaire? How are you a bazillionaire? Oh, because, because, you know, stocks that she put money into and then, and then oh, she the can, stock and, trade. Yeah, and then, and then she can manipulate those being in Congress, as we know they have, where they've been able to legally manipulate that stuff for, for forever. You know, oh, you know what? I'll t- I will tell you something tonight. I don't know how much of it's on the internet yet. And I am not going to give anybody's name, but I actually spoke to someone earlier tonight that told me that during the arraignment today, it was brought to the attention of the court that there was someone else in the car with Nancy's husband. Oh, that's interesting. We'll see what happens there. Very interesting. I, I'm, I'm waiting for the follow-up on it, but um, I, I was the person that I was speaking to that knew about it. They said, oh, it's probably a woman. I said, wouldn't it be more interesting if it was a man? Much more interesting. Or how about a man and a yeah. woman? Let's make it really, let's make it really sorted. <laughs> Dia, Dia, let, let me go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the show here in a few minutes. But thanks for calling. Thanks for staying up late. Well, of I course, just for you, darling. Only right. for you, I stay up. Thanks. All right. All right, um, sweetie. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I was going to uh, – uh, hold on here. Let's see. Lance. Lance, hold on. Let me see here. This is like you're still talking to me, sweetheart. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna hopefully this this system is a little screwy, a little screwy. Dia, you particularly can overwhelm it. I don't know how you do it, but anyway, uh, Lance, uh, call tomorrow because I'm. Gonna, I was gonna let North. I was gonna let North get a final word in, but he he left. North, are you there? Woo, North. Hello. Woo, calling North. Woo. No, he's not there. Okay. Yeah, I was going to let North get the, the the final word because he's Canadian, and I kind of feel bad for Canadians. They got to deal with Trudeau, although he likes Trudeau. A guy likes Trudeau. Why do I even bother talking to him? But uh, maybe Lance, maybe North will will call back tomorrow. But this was a spirited show; it really was. And Lance, call back tomorrow. We'll talk more. We'll talk about Tucker Carlson, whatever you want to talk about. But look. I think let me give you my final word then since since North went away. There's a lot we don't know. We we like to pretend we know about Tucker Carlson, what he believes, everything he believes. We like to put words in his mouth. We like to say, well, he said this, he must mean this. We want to force a certain narrative. I watch 
I don't know how many shows I watch now. I watch maybe two nights a week, three nights a week of Tucker Carlson, and never once have I thought, wow, that guy's a white supremacist. That guy wants the whole country to be white. Not once have I ever thought that because not once has he ever said anything that would make me believe that. But if I watch CNN, MSNBC, yes, they would pull two and a half second, five and a half second clips. And of course, out of context and oh my God, look how horrible that is. So there's a lot we don't, we, people are complex and we want to put them into boxes and say they believe this or that, the other thing. Sometimes you have to believe what they say. And in a recent interview, Tucker Carlson was confronted about this and everything he said was right. If you believe he was lying, if you believe he was bullshitting, that's your point of view. Um, but I take him at his word. Uh, and with the Ukraine situation, uh, <laughs> there are such dynamics in Eastern Europe that we don't understand here. And it's not just good guy, bad guy. This is not a fucking movie. Life isn't a movie. Oh, North is back. North, you came back. I'm, North, I'm going to give you the final word. Don't be long because I got I to gotta end the show, but stay there. But uh, I'm saying things are much more complex that we know, that we're told, and we can't just believe what we're fed on, uh, you know, left-wing media uh, and CNN and MSNBC and what they want us to see. And remember, no matter what the station is, left or right, they, they show us what they want us to see. They don't, you know, they accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. They accentuate their narrative and they eliminate anything that goes against their narrative. That's what they do. But I'm going to give, as promised, because I feel bad for Canadians, I'm going to give North the final word. North, are you there? Can you hear Hello? Me? Yes, go ahead. Oh, Okay. Um, okay. You were just talking about, oh, you can't believe everything that you see on TV. Okay. Well, do you believe? Don't ask that... me a question. I'm giving you the final word. So what do you want yeah. to say? Give a statement. Okay. All right. About 10,000 to 20,000 civilians have been killed in Ukraine. And there has been rapes and mass graves. And none of that, none of that would have happened if Russia did not give the go ahead to roll into Ukraine. You can say all these things about instigation and the years of history and the, the complications between uh, Eastern Ukraine and Western Ukraine and the war that was going on the Donbass and like how Crimea has like cultural ties to Russia. Yeah, it is. It is all very, very complicated. But guess what? Nothing changes the fact that nobody in Ukraine was getting bombs dropped on their head until russia was like okay let's do this and i have and something nothing nothing you can say nothing you say, say can change that choice so Great. all the deaths that are happening are purely the the blood is purely on the hands of the russians and putin you can say that, yeah, politically and geotechnically that the United States pressured them and NATO pressured them and blah, blah, blah. But that's like saying like Iraq pressured uh, the United States by not like giving it accurate uh, nuclear um, reports in order to appease it. And so it wouldn't attack Iraq or like that. Afghanistan didn't appease United States enough to to keep United States out of Afghanistan. Like th those are the same arguments that you're using there. Like the Vietnam War was wrong. 
the Iraq war was wrong and Russia attacking Ukraine is wrong, no matter what the setup was for it, because people weren't dying before and now people are dying now. Okay. All right, North. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Is that good? Are you good? Okay. We're good. Okay. So, um, uh, okay. See, I said I give North the final word. It's tough for me because I like it's my show. I like getting the final word, but there'll be another show tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, this has been, and let's be heard. I'm Mike Chopley. And remember, always remember, I guess I am getting the final word in a way. Vote Democrats, Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.